0: Happy Money Friday everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Win Win Effect podcast. I am your host Chris Ross and if you're new to us, welcome. I am incredibly grateful that you're joining us for the first time. After careful consideration with our business development team and podcasting crew, West Bays and I have decided to start a Facebook community because of the many, many, many questions that people have been sending in. And we're so blessed, so blessed to have so many great listeners tuning in each and every week and asking for more content and more access. So moving forward, we'll be posting twice a week, one from our guest that we bring on to the show. And the next one is from a live Q&A that we do on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern time. And make sure you're staying tuned on all our posts on our social media platforms because we will be bringing on special guests. Stand by for a quick message from our co-host, Wes Bays, and enjoy today's show.
1: Now, before I bring on our guest, I want to ask you a quick question. How would you like to get access to free training live with Chris and myself every single week? If that's you, here's what you need to do. Go to Facebook and like our Winject Facebook page. There you're gonna see more content from us in general, as well as gain exclusive access to those live training sessions on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, where Chris and I are talking about extremely important topics in business, sales, and personal development. You can't find this content anywhere else, so make sure you follow that Facebook page today. Now, without further ado, let's go ahead and bring on our guest.
0: What is up, everybody? I think we're live. Wes, you are testing it? Are we live? We sure are. <laughs> okay, good, good stuff. Well, welcome to today's Live Fire meeting, the QA and a with myself and Wes Bays. Really excited to go through some information and questions that everyone is sending in. I got a whole notepad in front of me, Wes. The training you did on Friday at Top 10 Limiting Beliefs, the one I did on Monday, creating breakthroughs to develop more confidence and also... The podcast that launched on Monday as well with Marcus Whitney. There's a lot of questions that are sent in from that major entrepreneur that we had on. I was really excited to have him kind of go live with us and go through information as you know, one of the best selling authors for what create and orchestrate. Really imp- impactful book for a lot of entrepreneurs out there. And it kind of goes with exactly what we talk about with you know some of the contracts and corporations that we're working with individually. A lot of people are trying to get to that next level, getting to that seven or eight figure type of marker, even beyond. And people don't understand how important it is to be alone in your own thoughts, and for you to be tapped into the creative part of you, yeah. and coming up with different ideas. For the most part, I guess we can kind of like kick this off with this. I mean, is there anything you kind of want to add? Because I want to make sure that I'm speaking to everyone here. That you know, it's important for you guys to you know stay updated with the trainings that we're going through just because when you're coming to our Q and A on Wednesday, we want to answer questions which is pertaining to those trainings and also with the podcast show that launched on Monday. So that way we can start launching it on the podcast platforms for everyone to keep up with and however you like to consume content. But how would you like to kind of kick this off before we kind of get into this?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that um, to, to your point, yeah, I would highly recommend everybody just, you know, watching that podcast when it comes out. And then also obviously watching our Monday, Friday trainings that way, this does make a lot more sense. Cause here it's just kind of like dissecting and summarizing, Mm -hmm. right? So we're dissecting and summarizing what we've talked about in pretty much the last week. uh, and with our, you know, guests that we had on for the, for the podcast. And so the more that you're in it, the more you're going to start to pick up patterns, right? You're going to start to see that we're saying very similar things that you've heard before, but maybe in a different way. Right, but and you start to when and you noticing those patterns, that's what's gonna also start to drive some of that creativity, um, like we talked about on on Monday's podcast, and be able to to be alone in your own thoughts and start to kind of develop and grow uh and be able to make those decisions for yourself that's gonna allow you to get to where you're you know you're trying to go. So it's consistency. That's what it goes Mm -hmm. back to.
0: Right. That consistency is hard for people just because they're looking for the instant gratification or the instant success like quickly. They want it now, now, now we got to realize it's all the small little things that add up, that accumulate into into you getting to the outcome that you're looking for in life. And yes. And I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned that about the, you know, the podcast guest that we had on Marcus and he came on and, and shared some valuable information. And I highly suggest people going back and taking some time and watching that and, you know, Getting something from it. There's a lot you can learn from that. This guy come from, you know, Brooklyn. Moving from Brooklyn, didn't have any money in his pocket. Moved down to Tennessee, something completely different. Was yeah. a waiter. Now he's running, you know, multi million dollar businesses, and he's owned a lot of different types of industries. And I think that's, it's a really good story. Yeah. And that's a lot of things with our show and a podcast, and especially what we're doing with these trainings and trying to reach people on a, on a larger scale it's hard for us sometimes to go, all right, here's what you need to do. And I find it challenging. And maybe that's why I love it as much as I do to try to reach every person. Cause it's not what we say it's what they hear and then they implement. Right. And I know that we talked about that on Friday with your with the top 10 limiting beliefs. And I guess it starts with that. I guess that it's a good pivot point that we can yeah. kind of go into the, the why are people spend so much time spinning their wheels and not understanding of being a little bit more aware of the limiting beliefs that were projected onto them and there have certain emotions tied into those stories that sometimes aren't true. Yeah. And they can realign it and re-anchor that.
1: Yeah. Well, that's, I think, the critical part of what you said is realigning. Because mm. I, I truly believe that's the main mission, right? The main mission in, in anything you do, in order for you to be successful or happy or whatever it is that you're going after, hopefully all of those things, is... The fact that you need to be aligned in your purpose, right? Aligned in what? In who you? In who you are specifically as well, and that's why it's. We talked about it on last Friday, or not last Friday, last Wednesday on our live, which is you have to shed those layers off of you, right? So you can get a little bit more aligned, and that's what limiting beliefs are. So we start out when when we're born, we start out with zero beliefs, right? We have nothing. We don't really understand anything, and then they start. We start getting things projected onto us. And then we start forming those certain beliefs that we have. And so and then you look at somebody like Marcus. So kind of going back to that. And he was able I mean, he was in a, a you know a bad situation in his life and was able to really turn it all around and get to a massive amount of success in his life. And really not that long of a period of time because of the fact that he found, you know, he was able to shed some of those layers off of himself and put himself in a position where because he's so fully aligned, he's so fully focused. He's he's able to implement, he's able to make certain decisions, he's clear to think and be creative. And so even for me, like I found myself over the years when I was trying, you know, when I felt blocked, I was like, I can't even think of a creative thought because I feel so blocked in my own mind. Mm -hmm. And I had to be able to clear that first, clear that pathway in order for me to even start to be able to make good decisions moving forward.
0: And everyone's different. In life, and I and I think that's what the beautiful part about what we do for a living and how we're able to reach people on a larger scale, because there's only a certain amount of patterns that people possess in life, yeah. and, if, and that's one thing that I love about when the interviews that we have and the people that we bring on the show. Yeah, we when we bring people on the show, we're not just bringing someone on just because they want to be interviewed and, and to be on the show. No, we've we there's a lot of people that I talk to and you talk to that we don't invite on the show just yet. We'll get to them later on, but we want to make sure that we're reaching our audience. It's our responsibility to our audience. But those patterns are difficult to identify when you're controlled by other things and you're not alone in your own thoughts. And that, come, that goes right from what you're just talking about. Yeah. What are some ways for you, and everybody's different, what are some ways that you're able to kind of clear the mechanism and clearing out all the noise for you to kind of be a little bit more aware of actually what's happening.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I'd love to turn this question back to you. You know, after sure. as well. Which so for me, it's it's really understanding the influence of my environment. That's the first thing. And so I didn't. I wasn't very conscious of this until I started realizing that pattern of the fact that I was going through this cycle and never getting to the to the outcome that I was searching for. And I realized that as I was allowing these other influences in my life to drive my own emotion, which then it was blocking my thoughts and, and decisions that I was supposed to be making. And then it's funny, we, a lot of it comes back to reflection, right? And at some point I reflect, you know, after I've, I've been through the negative patterns and then after I've had seen some positive changes and positive outcomes, I, I was able to look back and reflect and say, what, what caused this, right? Ooh. So what did I do different? And sometimes it came down to when I removed the influence of this specific person out of my life, I didn't have those negative ideas and those negative thoughts coming into my mind anymore, which made me clear, which allowed me to get to a certain outcome. That's what allowed me to go from being over 100000 in debt to debt-free in, in pretty much one month, right? Even though I, I had this debt for years, but I was able to just kind of pay it all off in one month because of the fact that I removed those things that were keeping me in that same loop keeping me in that so same they're attitude.
0: so subtle though
1: yeah you don't They'll, notice them
0: no you don't notice them
1: you, you don't notice them it's, it's a day-to-day thing you actually mm-hmm. don't notice them until some radical change happens so for me going back to your question going getting, getting alone in my own thoughts it's it's actually it's intentional so I have to have every day I have to have a certain period of time where I can sit down and be and have critical and creative thinking mm-hmm. where I don't touch a phone I don't touch a computer, it's just me. I have a notepad. I have a pen. And I just sit there and I think, right? And I think and I think. And I actually get excited about it. I think I mentioned it to you one time. I'm like, I get excited about when I get to just kind of lay down. Uh, and sometimes I get to just lay down and I'm not talking to anybody and I get to be alone in my own thoughts. I get, to, I get excited because I start thinking about the possibilities of what I'm going to come up with. Mm-hmm. And so that's something I look forward to. So it's part of my agenda for my day. So I guess going back to answering your question, that's what it would be. It's just make it intentional. And, and put it down as something that you have to do each and every day. Uh, and then start and try to identify what are some of the things that are blocking you from being able to do that successfully. So
0: removing that blockage. And and, and I'm gonna go with this, and I know that we're gonna go with the question, kind of like directing it back towards me. And it's a very similar way of going about doing things and realigning for myself. My morning times as it's like must my me time is my time. I I have to have that. It's a it's not a should. It's a must for me to be able to serve in the capacity that I'm able to serve and the impact that I'm making with people and corporations. There's a lot of things that are there. would might say there's a weight on my shoulders, but there's a lot, there's a lot of people counting on me. Yeah. And I can't fail. Do you see what I'm saying? So no. I I'm put in I'm in that role. That's my job. It's my even with the companies, corporations we own something together and some, you know, individually. It's my role as a leader of that business to put every person in a position to win yep. every day. That is my job and that's my responsibility. And I'm not going to lose. So the best version of myself, is re- that's required for me to spend that time. Because your mind is the most impressionable on the first 15 to 25 minutes of every day. And it's I'm telling you, and it's a science of fact, your mind is that impressionable. So by the time you notice, I said 15 to 25, that 10 minutes, that's my me time to brain, like, I guess she was info dump and brain dump on a piece of paper and getting out after I've cleared the mechanism. And now I'm a little bit more aware and I'm, I'm alone in my own thoughts. Yeah. I look for I used to dread trying to be alone in my own thoughts. That was a scary freaking yeah. place. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. But the so more how- that you do things, it's easier. it's easier to, I guess dissect exactly what's happening
1: yeah. and breaking well, it down. Well, and that's why it's so kind of going off of that. So and I'll turn this question to you is how important is it for you to understand yourself, like know your tendencies, know your emotions under like being, being objective with yourself in order for you to be able to be clear in your own thoughts.
0: I'm glad that you said objective and not critical because when you're objectively looking at your patterns and looking at what's happening you're, you're, there's no emotion attached to it. You get, shame is a big thing when, when I was growing up, shame yeah. and, you know, having that type of, I guess, relationship with, you know, family members. and It's not their fault. It's just how they were raised. Yeah. <laughs> but They project that type of stuff on you to shame. And it's like, oh, uh, the embarrassment or whatever it might be for you and whatever family and whatever culture that you're growing up in. It's not like I had it, it worse than other people. It's just, it's my life. But, to answer your question and kind of going into this is I would say it's probably more important for me to work on that piece than any other thing in my day, because yeah. if that doesn't happen, I can't do what I do for a living that yeah. day. I owe it to myself and I owe it to everybody that I come in contact with directly or indirectly that day, because I, so I'm, I'm firm, fair, and consistent with everything that I work on. That's something that I live and die by. And if I can't put forth hundred percent of my effort into whatever I'm working on, then I don't do it. Yeah. Because if I do, I'm setting myself short. I'm I'm gonna fail myself. I'm failing my buyers. I'm failing my companies. I'm failing the people I'm working with. I'm failing on, on so many different levels. I'm failing and I'm failing them. And most importantly, I'm failing myself.
1: Yep. Yeah. And that's and I'm, not going to I'm not gonna live with
0: it. And I'm not gonna live I'm not going to live with that regret. Yeah. I'm not absolutely. going
1: to. And that that's and that's why I, I want people to understand why it's so important for you to be even be able to be in your own thoughts, right, and be objective with yourself. Because that's the one thing, and and you and I see eye to eye on this is, and especially in today's world, it seems like people are more. I wish I could say more in tune with their emotions. They're actually not in tune with their emotions. People are more controlled by their emotions than ever before, and that shaming piece that you talked about where it's like i'm i'm ashamed to even have that certain thought or think about how i felt in a certain setting because of how how i'm going to view myself and that's where that being objective is so critical because if you could see yourself if you could actually just take some time out to try to see yourself as maybe how you'd see somebody else right so if if i see bob as a, in, in an objective way and think about what's bob really going through you know and how did this affect him you know how did this memory how did this you know, occurrence or experience affect them in a certain way. If you can do that to yourself, you will get so much further. And it takes a lot of humility and it takes a lot of, you know, being able to drop your own ego in order for that to happen. I struggled with this for a long time because I had that perfectionist mentality and not in the perfectionist that people think it's like, I viewed myself as I need to be perfect. Right. right. So I can't have people thinking I'm a certain way. And so I would avoid certain thoughts and certain things that I should have been processing and ideas I should have been thinking about or ways that I should have been criticizing myself. And and I say that in a positive way, I was avoiding that because I didn't want to judge myself because then in my own mind, that's how other people are judging me. And I was afraid of that. Hmm. And so I had to let that part of me go and look at myself objectively in order to be able to actually even get anywhere in my life and break some of cycles and loops that were happening to me.
0: What was the emotions that went through your, I guess, mind and how, what you felt when you're able to kind of break through that barrier and then looking back and realizing how much impact it made in your life?
1: Yeah. It's like, um, if I had to put an analogy to it, imagine like standing on top of the empire state building Mm -hmm. Which I which I don't like by the way. I'm just I'm making a terrible <laughs> I, like I I did it once and I'm like, I get me get me down from here. But imagine you, you know, you're just out there and the wind is blowing at you and like it's like the most freeing feeling in the world. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like. When when you overcome these things, it's like you feel unstoppable, like nobody can even get in your own way because now you're not even getting in your own way. Right. So how can somebody else even stop you because you're not stopping yourself? Because that's what stops most people. And so it's literally the most freeing thing, but I had to, I had to force myself. And that, and this is where it goes back to your personality, because one critical thing you said is everybody's different mm-hmm. and everybody's going to go about this differently. So my personality is I'm a hard charger, right? So this is where knowing yourself is so important. I'm a very hard charger. And that means I'm going to aggressively figure out a way to get something done no matter what. And so because of my aggressive nature, I aggressively made myself feel those emotions so that
0: Faster, no faster, like what do you mean by faster? like wanting to feel those emotions quicker and actually understand it quicker? Yeah,
1: so, so basically, like, you know how, say you had like five different memories and you felt shamed about all five of them. Mm-hmm. Right? So normal people, what they would do is they would try to put themselves in a the position to really experience that first one again to try to process it. I'm going to go through all five at the same time. And I'm going to live in it and live in it and live in it until I no longer feel that shame anymore. And I'm going to process it a lot quicker. Right. So th- well, I'm I'm going to force myself to be that person no matter what, because I know how it's affecting me. So now I need to overcome it. And that's where being a hard charger makes you it makes you do things that aggressively. And so and I don't recommend this for anybody, really. It's just go with your personality. But for me, I'm like, I need to feel this. I need to allow myself to feel a certain way so mm-hmm. that I can overcome whatever it is. Wow, it's powerful. powerful. So I went into it extremely hard, and felt the shame, felt the anger, felt the sadness, felt that everything, until I no longer felt anything.
0: You, you're man. I'm I'm actually going through. This is actually my personal notebook. It looks like a little detective book, right? But this <laughs> is actually my personal one that I bring in my office every once in a while when I'm trying to get the notes from there to whatever I'm working on. A lot. Of, here's the thing about entrepreneurship and what you're saying. And the reason why I'm talking about this right now, because I'm going to share something with everybody. I didn't plan on doing this, but I'm going to do it anyway, because I think it pertains to, and it might help people in a different level of understanding all this. There's there's nothing worse than being confused. And people tend to be confused because they're trying to be while they're thinking you can't do both. Yeah. And as entrepreneurs, they probably say like on the weekends or whatever, is like, this is my life. There's still work-life balance. But I get inspired by so many other things you probably never thought you didn't know I mean It would actually inspire me. Yeah. this actually set it off and I've actually wrote this down and I was talking about living up to your you know full potential because have you actualized fully? It's like do you sometimes feel cold when it feels hot? you don't understand a difference, right? Yeah. I mean you have to understand certain things. I mean do you understand a difference between thinking and being? So I'm going to challenge everyone to like kind of kind of go through this journey with me for just a couple seconds because it made a huge impact to me on Sunday. I actually wrote all this out. It's like, do you understand the difference between thinking and being? Like, try to just be simply to exist just for a second on this call as you're watching this. Like, try it. Try to simply just being where you are presently, like right there. as i just said that i just went through and actually put myself in that state of actually being calm
1: yeah
0: that's what it takes but you have to a lot of people they need an explanation on what they're feeling they need someone to explain it to them when yeah. you become a lot more aligned and you're start to rechannel things and put in reprogramming your subconscious you're going to feel really confused I'm like, I don't know if I should do that. You got to. That's where your intuition comes from. Yeah. You, you, you're, if you pay attention long enough, your gut will tell you where to go. Because if you lead with your heart, you're going to win. Yeah. And that's difficult for people. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep going with this. But you go. Yeah. I know that there's a lot that you probably want to say. That like, what, are, what are your thoughts after me kind of going through that real quick?
1: Yeah, I'll just say one, one quick thing. Um, because I, I love that you said that. You know, the, the state of being, because that goes into when people are trying to when they're trying to overcome certain things, they feel like they have to rush through it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they don't even take the time to just be right. Just be and and allow yourself to feel and allow yourself to just be present in the moment and just be guided by your intuition. Right. And I, and I, that's so powerful. I, I just wanted to comment on it because of the fact that a lot of people feel like, okay, I have to overcome this. Like I, I was talking about being aggressive, mm-hmm. right. And aggressively overcoming certain things. Cause that's something I was working on. But then on the flip side of that, Understanding the importance of slowing down and not trying to make certain decisions off off of those emotions mm-hmm. is so key. and that's where being present is so important because you're filling your subconscious with natural thoughts and feelings mm-hmm. that you're not projecting on yourself through your conscious. And that just it was just really powerful. It's
0: forcing is forcing your mind not to not to contradict yourself and yeah. to justify your own emotions or yeah. being taught being caught into those of whatever that emotion is. It could be negative, it could be positive, but that's where you have to start aligning re anchoring negative emotions with a positive emotion. And sometimes when you look at a negative, you think you need to get all out of the negative. No, that could be a driving force for you, it could be a major yeah. catalyst. You can use that and flip it to your advantage and leveraging. And what, I, and what I wrote on actually my paper, and I kind of went through this the next day and Monday morning, is like the human mind aroused by the insistence for meaning seeks nothing but contradiction and nonsense. What does that mean to you when I just said that?
1: Can, can you repeat it one more time?
0: Yeah. The human mind aroused by the insistence for meaning. Like I'm looking for whatever mm. meaning it is. Yeah. It means like it seeks nothing but contradiction and nonsense. Yeah, that's what I wrote down on that Monday morning. It's like yeah. it's, I'm looking for something to connect.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're always looking for something to connect. Yeah, that's and that's uh, that's why I wanted to hear it again because I want to make sure I heard it right. Um, it basically, because you're always looking for meaning in something, it's like your mind is and is put in a position where it could be manipulated and and completely interpret things wrong.
0: Right. When I wrote that down, I was just like, I was like, I was searching for the meaning behind it. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And I couldn't find the meaning and I was starting to just starting to let my mind play tricks on me because I was yeah. looking for it. It sound like you're like waiting for that pot to boil and you're like staring at it and staring at it and waiting for it to boil, but it's not happening. Yeah. But I know I was in a very like vulnerable state for that moment because whatever my next thought what came to my mind, I wasn't trying to, ju- I was trying to, to make it the meaning.
1: Yeah. Whatever yeah.
0: that was, I was forcing the meaning. Yeah. But then I realized that it goes back to my original statement. That's why it's it's important for you to understand the difference between thinking and being. Yeah. At that moment when I was searching for the meaning, I just needed to be focusing on just being in that moment. Yeah. And not thinking anymore. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) There's so much. That's why I'm smiling so much because there's so much freedom in that. Like if you could actually practice this, you will you won't like you you'll see how less of your emotions you'll be controlled by because of your practicing being and because a lot of times that thinking that that's what's making us bring on certain emotions or negative emotions and trying to connect those meanings to them so if you can just be your if you can just be you can be free mm-hmm. and and it's not being like ignorant it's it's actually just allowing again your subconscious to feed off of your natural self man I just, I, I love that. I love that. So I
0: didn't. Well, obviously we didn't play. We, we even got on here. And we we're like, well, yeah, we got some questions to kind of go over, but I really didn't plan it. But you said something that triggered it and I was like, looking I was like, hey, there's my notepad.
1: Yeah. I
0: knew I wrote this down because I was just going through it. And, and for the listeners or people that watching this right now, they're like, these guys are crazy. No, I, this is, this is proves the point that we live, breathe and sleep what we teach. Yeah. we're not just going to get in here and talk about the things that you want to, you guys want to hear. It's going to motivate you indirectly or directly or whatever that might. We live, breathe, and eat. We do this every day. And that makes that gives us the ability to make an impact on the levels that we are trying to manifest and create and within our own lives. So when it kind of goes back, and, you, and I'm going to force people to kind of go through this. And when you're in that vulnerable state and that state of being and being calm. Don't try to justify, don't try to find the meaning right that second. Just keep going through it. You got to stop thinking, just be. Yeah. So you can rewire yourself. So when that's the whole rewiring the subconscious, because now you're not trying to just like trying to you know manifest or whatever you're trying to do. No, it's not a mind trick or anything. What you're trying to do is you're trying to disconnect your emotions from that and just being aware of what actually what's happening and then going and manifesting and creating. And that's where, you know, we both, we see eye to eye on this. We're both, we're so similar with this. I'm very aggressive when it comes to like my targets, goals, and, and the things that I'm trying to, I'm so aggressive, but you see how I'm able to flip that on his head. I mean, I'm being aggressive of, of me trying to be in that state of mind yeah. and just being free and calm.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, and and that's because being aggressive doesn't necessarily mean action. Yes. It could just mean, could just mean that you're yeah. aggressively trying to solve the problem. Mm -hmm. Right, and whatever that solution has to be, that's what you're going to do, no matter no matter what, right? Because you're trying to get to that outcome. That's why I'm still smiling about it. Because if people could truly like, you have you have everybody has a superpower, like everybody has it within them to do anything and create anything that they want to do, if they can actually tap into it. And you don't realize how much of your natural self can actually get you there, Mm -hmm. but you're so blocked by your own mind, right? You're blocked by your own conscious. That if you could remove that layer and then just be yourself, like again, you're it's like you're rebuilding. That's where you're rewiring unconsciously because you're just experiencing different things and not attaching things that your mind has manipulated into that. Mm-hmm. So, that's probably the most powerful thing I've heard in a while, and that if people could really take that on.
0: You know, I appreciate that. it. It takes, it takes, you know, I guess, and that's what I love about our relationship, especially you know not even when it comes to business, but our personal relationship where, you know, the impact we both make in, you know, in our personal lives and we know each other and we know what we're kind of thinking. But when you said something, it triggered it. And I was like, where's my notepad? I, remember, no, I wrote this shit down the other day. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I just wrote this down. Like I wrote something down and I was like, why, why did I, why? I literally had, an experience where they were going through something similar to this, not, you know, obviously word by word, but the person that they were talking to was a comedy show. And they were like, that person's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about that for a second. And for those, let's talk to those types of people right now that are probably went through this and listened to this. And they were like, this is nuts. What do you say to that?
1: It's true. Like, it's absolutely true because most people aren't talking about this. Because uh, because of the level of like, if you don't sound like a crazy person to yourself, that means you're not doing a good enough job and digging deep. Right. So that it should sound crazy. And something that we said should make zero sense to you right? until you go back and really dissect it a few more times or you hear it in a different way. But again, that means that you're trying to tap into a, something that's a lot deeper because what you currently think and the way that you perceive things, if you're not where you are. That means you're not in a position where you can truly understand them. That means there's more for you to be able to understand to try to get to where you're trying to go. But that can only happen once you actually start focusing on digging a little bit deeper and understanding more about yourself, not interpreting meanings. It's really, again, just understanding more about who you are and starting to shed a lot of those layers. And the more that you can do that, the more that you can be, just be present, just be yourself, just be in the moment. And then also taking time to think and think critically and mm-hmm. decipher maybe how you felt before, you know after after some peri- a period of processing and reflection. That that's what it takes. And then if you're <laughs> now don't be alone in your thoughts for too long, you know, cuz then you'll go completely
0: nuts. Yeah. But
1: again, it's that that level of detail, that level of going, you know, deep into yourself that's, what's going to allow you to start to unlock the things that are ho- truly holding you back and unlocking those limiting beliefs uh, I watched something the other day. And, um, it's funny how, it's funny what you can learn from certain shows, right. Mm-hmm. From certain people that maybe other people won't catch, but maybe when you're focused on something, you start to see the pattern, uh, in everything. And I was watching the show and they were doing, um, what's that called? Ac- acupuncture, acupuncture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The needles. And, uh, and the person was putting the needles right all over the person's body and they're putting it on their head. And they're like, you know what, what they said something that really stuck out to me. And they are like, a lot of times what we do is we completely block certain emotions uh, from, from ourselves because it's because of how painful it really was that we don't, we don't dare to relive in it. At some point it disappears completely so that you forgot that it even exists. And what basically they we're trying to say was this acupuncture was supposed to bring all of that back. And the person did it. And halfway through them processing what that negative memory was, they like woke up and they said, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm not doing this anymore. And they actually felt physically sick mm-hmm. afterwards. They felt physically sick because of they were halfway through processing this negativity and they didn't finish it. And they were physically sick until they came back and processed the rest of it. And once And all processing was was them going through it just going through it again and allowing themselves to bring back that negative memory and just go through it and, and realize that, look, it wasn't your fault. And this is not something you need to be ashamed of. Mm -hmm. And then that person now was okay, you know, moving forward. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, how many of us walk around each and every day completely, you know, we've completely buried things that are actually holding us back that we don't realize, but because we're so scared to tap into ourselves, right. And, and allow ourselves to feel, what we should be feeling. We're completely holding ourselves back from a, a beautiful and, and amazing and abundant life.
0: I love that you said that it's the fear of the unknown that what gets people yep. it's the unknown. And they're not, they're not trying to relive certain traumatic experiences or, you know, situations in life because they don't want to, they know what that did to them. But if you, what this does, it it forces you to slow everything down for you to see the bigger picture and see everything and take it for what it's like. I wrote down the other day, it was like to review, reflect, and contextualize everything. And that comes from me. That's my mind. I'm not talking about something and results and business and making money and what I'm not talking about that because that's where it comes from. And if you keep doing this every day, you will live an abundant life everything is possible anything is possible and you have there's enough money out there in the world there's enough success out there there's enough but it it kind of forces people to understand that you have everything inside of you right now yeah. to manifest the life of your dreams and you're so freaking controlled by other things and other people other whatever that they're not they they're not gonna know what that feels like and it's upsetting and it's like my life's mission to reach as many people as I can reach and I know we share this vision. Like I listen, stop, relax, take a breath. So whatever's going on in your world right now, you're not going to die from it. If you wake up to tomorrow morning, you're a survivor. Congratulations. Be grateful for that. That starts you know, I started in my day with being just the state of gratitude, just being grateful for the good and bad, everything that comes with it. There's some things going on in my personal life right now that <laughs> that would probably end up destroying 99% of the people out there in this world and destroying yourself. I have chose to make certain decisions and certain ways of life and looking at it in a different way of being grateful. And that's flipped it on its head. And I'm able to come through this and coming out on the other side, stronger and a better version of myself. And I wasn't adding more things. I was shedding layers.
1: Yeah. you said something critical there is that you chose, mm-hmm. right? You chose to do that. And that's what each one of us have is a choice and being, being a li- living, an abundant lifestyle or it's not about having, it's, a- it's actually about being. Yeah. And so abundance happens in your mind. It's not about what you, what material possessions you have in the world. People who are the poorest people in the world financially live the most abundant lifestyle. Because of their outlook on life and the way that they perceive, and and so I would just second what you just said, which is just make the choice, right? Make the choice of today, I'm going to choose to go on this path. I'm going to stop feeling sorry for myself, I'm going to make that choice, and I can I can overcome anything, and I'm just going to go through it. don't focus on don't focus on overcoming it. Focus on going through it, right And, and you'll figure things out as you go but it's just, it's just that choice of saying this is who I'm going to become moving forward.
0: Right. I think we can just leave it at that, man. Um, well said. I hope everyone, you know, got some type of level of value from this. And I hope this, and I, I'm counting on you guys to really like reach out to your accountability coaches and the people that we have, you know, attached to you. If you're attached to one of the com- companies, or corporations you have a contract with, or want to reach out to our team directly, whatever that might be. I don't want this to be, A call that might be taken in and received where it just causes more confusion. That's not what the intention was. I had no idea where the call was going to really go because obviously we talked about, you know, Marcus episode, Whitney's episode. If you haven't tuned in for that, make sure you're catching those. We are going live every Monday now for the podcast episodes. That way you're seeing this in a different light of not just trying to train and and serve in that kind of capacity, but then going through. The training that Wes went through, Top 10 Limiting Beliefs on Friday. I went through Creating Breakthrough to Develop More Confidence on Monday. Look forward to the training, obviously, Wes is going to have with you guys on Friday and future Q&As. But for the most part, anything you want to kind of like add and kind of like button this one up, I think it's been really impactful for anyone tuning in. Um, so if you want to share it with friends, family members, I guess anybody, just please do that and yeah. do them a favor.
1: So. Absolutely. Yeah. Just set 15 minutes aside today to reflect and, and allow yourself to feel some of the things that you haven't been letting yourself feel. But just as Chris said, don't worry about interpreting it. Just, just feel it. Allow yourself to feel it. But other than that, appreciate you guys being on and looking forward to seeing you guys all on Friday.
0: Right. Absolutely. So y'all guys be blessed, you know, go live an abundant life and, you know, just definitely just focus on the very small details. There's a difference between good and great is that 1% and moving that needle. So just, that's all you can do. Every single day, man. I know it's a uh, punchlines when you get to certain parts of trainings, and it's not a punchline. It's we live and die by those codes, and so whatever's gonna make an impact with you guys, go be great. Let's go win our day. Y'all take care.